0: I say he's so sweet, like I wanna lick the wrapper, so I let her lick the wrapper, g lick me like a lollipop
1: Thank you everybody, thank you so much, I appreciate the love, okay go ahead sit down, sit down granny How are you wonderful people doing this week? I am feeling kind of crazy It is 12, 12 a.m. What is it? On May 7th, Thursday morning, y'all. Okay, so I had my dream interview with Lex P from fucking Poor Minds agreed to come on my show just for her to come on and the audio get kind of fucked up. So I've been up for like two hours scrambling and editing, just trying to make it as good as possible for you guys. The audio is not perfect. I'm going to let you know right now. And I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of bummed out about it. Like, I fucking hate to start an episode like this, but I can't lie to y'all. I'm a perfectionist. And it's like Lex P is such a dream guest. And we're not in a studio, y'all. And it's just a struggle doing this, you know, in quarantine. But I tried my best. And y'all have to love me regardless. Okay? Period. So without any further ado let's get into the wonderful episode i am now introducing host of poor minds her and drea nicole host a podcast called poor minds and she is a media guru honestly all things media P. For my listeners who don't know y'all, this is Lex P. She is um, a co-host of Poor Minds Podcast,
0: but you also do media. And like, I saw you hosting the BT. was it the BT Awards? Yeah, 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 so um, I work, I used to work with a company called uh, All Urban Central. Um, I still work at uh, 96.7 The Beat doing the radio thing. So yeah, like outside of Poor Minds and just kind of talking shit on the podcast, I actually have my degree in journalism that's awesome i covered the red carpet i got to interview a bunch of celebrities i did the same thing for another uh the BET social awards that they had out here in atlanta yeah so that was actually like my first passion like yeah. i used to think that i wanted to be like a radio personality and wanted to interview people and that's what i want to do i still do have a love for that i definitely still want to focus on after all this shit is over i definitely want to do some more red carpet because um mm-hmm. i don't know i just have fun i feel like i'm in my element and it just kind of comes natural to me, and that's what yeah. I was cool for. Yeah. So,
1: so, so, if, do you see yourself like um being a big, t-
0: like a Steve Harvey, I guess? Isn't that right? You know. You know, I don't really see myself being a Steve Harvey because I feel like with poor minds and the way my thought process is, it's not a traditional way to think. Right. And I know sometimes the advice when I give advice to people, I'm really not telling you this is what you should do. This is just what Lex P would do. Mm-hmm. So I know my way of thinking is not traditional and it's not what a lot of people relate to. So um, I couldn't see myself having a platform of, with millions of people watching me and giving advice. Because sometimes Steve Harvey would be on there sounding crazy as fuck. Right, but y'all give advice on your show. So when y'all have millions of listeners, right. So this is my thing. I always, because... When Steve Harvey gives advice, and this is no shade to (laughs) Steve Get into it. (laughs) When he gives advice, he's like, this is how it's supposed to be. And I am right. And this is the way to go. When Mm -hmm. I give advice, I'm like, look, girl, this is what I would do. But I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Right. But still make your own decision. Because I know the way I think, like I said, is not normal thinking i'm not i don't live this type of lifestyle that the average person lives or do the type of things that the average person does yeah so i look at things a little differently yeah. so when i tell people things it's always my opinion and it's not like black and white you know what i'm saying you're saying his advice is very matter-of-factly and it comes off very yeah i always think he right
1: i think he <laughs> not be right look, i was talking more of just like that space of just you know interviewing people and just being in those
0: types of places like would you want to be that media person you know what i'm saying like do you see yourself i mean i actually yeah i think for my vision for poor minds is definitely i would love for it to get picked up and let's kind of have a platform kind of like how the talk or the read is yeah I, oh my god yeah. yeah, like, I feel like we yeah. need to have something like that. But it needs to be on, like, V8, like um, VICE or, like, HBO so can still be uncensored. Yes. Um, but, yeah, I definitely see me and Drea doing something like that with the show. Like, definitely being on TV, more media. Now, as far as, like, interviewing people, like, actually yeah. having a show doing that. Yeah. I've been thinking about maybe, like, later on in life kind of uh, working on a podcast. That's just kind of me interviewing different people every mm-hmm kind of, but that's like super like in the beginning stage. It's just something I'm thinking about. Yeah, But um, I'm just like right now my focus is on poor mind. Mm-hmm. I have another show called Where To Next. Um, mm-hmm. We haven't been able to do it because of the corona going on right now. But basically, we kind of go to different restaurants and try different food and stuff. So I definitely see myself being like, a—I want to say a television personality. I'll say that.
1: Yes. But I just see it. I mean, because back in the day before the podcast, like when y'all were on YouTube, I love those videos. (laughs) Thank you, girl. Y'all are just so naturally funny. So when I saw you on the red carpet, I was like, yo, I see all of this like coming together, you know? Yeah, for sure. And then I didn't even know that journalism was your
0: degree. That's sweet. Yeah, yeah. I went to Texas Southern University. Um, I used to do a show out on my campus called Beats and Threads. So that's when I really got in front of the camera, like, doing things. Because I actually, I was an intern at the radio station. Mm -hmm. So I used to think I wanted to be a radio person. Mm -hmm. But whenever I got in front of the camera, and I'm like, okay, this actually feels more natural to me, like, Mm -hmm. being in front of the camera and Mm -hmm. kind of just... Coming up with jokes and questions on the spot, Benquit. I feel like I have a certain wit that a lot of people you have to have to do that type of job. Yep. So, um, yeah, that's definitely something that's always going to be my passion. Like being in front of the camera, I love it. It's kind of like I just turn alive whenever the camera turns on. Do you
1: feel that, like, because you have your degree in journalism? Do men think? Do men?
0: Do men assume that y'all aren't smart? Because um. You know what's crazy? I think a lot of times when you when people don't listen to the show Mm -hmm. and they just see clips or they see my tweets or they go to my Instagram and they see like because I mean I'm not gonna lie, I post sexy pictures. And 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 gonna continue. And gonna continue. Big Big mama, honey. You know what I'm saying? I'm (laughs) just playing with Big Mama. So I think Uh a lot of times when men see my Instagram. And they'll see clips from the show or they'll see how I tweet. They assume that I'm not educated right. or that I don't know, you know, right. left from right. right. So I feel like um, once you get to know me as a person and you're like, okay, wait, this bitch actually do know what she's doing. There yeah. is a method to her madness. Yeah. Everything that I put out on social media, whether it's a tweet, um, a picture, my po- everything is calculated. Right, And I feel like that's why our podcast has grown so much in the amount of time that it has. Because everything is a is a move to me. I know what I be tweeting. I know what the fuck I be saying. <laughs> and y'all feed into it every time. <laughs> so it's like, why not? And you've been you've been doing Twitter for a long time. When I say doing
1: Twitter, like you do Twitter. You know, like you're a, a podcast. Uh, yeah, I'm a Twitter. I'm an OG Twitter in the game. You know what I'm saying? So you know, you know what gets people hyped up.
0: People love stupid Like, people love anything, really. I was going to say stupid shit, but anything. No, it's definitely stupid shit. Yeah. I'll just say the most ignorant thing to somebody. Like, somebody will say something to me. One thing about me is I never bully people or call people out. The only time I kind of mess with people is when they mess with me. Yeah. But it's like now I'm starting to, I use Twitter, like, to monetize everything that I'm doing. So it's like, I basically, at this point, it's kind of like I'm getting paid to tweet. Period. It's it's like building up my platform. You know what I'm saying? Talk your shit. If you see me retweet something crazy, it's like I get paid. Sometimes people will literally pay me to retweet something for them. Lex, I know that's right. Yeah, it's like when you have a platform and you use it right, you can make money from it. Tuh. So all this time, they thinking it's, it's, it's game, sis getting
1: a check behind the, those tweets. So the whole time, like, because I remember you just had a situation, I think you locked your Twitter, where the guy had, like, pulled up some old pictures of you or something, and everybody was saying weird stuff. And I don't think you even felt a way about it, but everybody else was freaking out about it. But all of that just sends more, more to
0: your page, more people, more attention. Literally, when that whole issue happened, I had locked my page, and I think I had, like, 9,000 followers. By the time, you know, when you unlock your Twitter page, and just accept all those requests. (laughs) I had locked my page with, like, 9,000 followers. (laughs) By the time I unlocked it, I had 12,000 followers. Petty. Petty people love the bullshit. <laughs> people
1: be nosy. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, do you think locking your Twitter is actually a good idea to gain a following? Ooh, like do some crazy? Oh, shit absolutely and-
0: not. But I—the <laughs> only reason I did that was because people started googling me, and people were googling me in my in my mentions, and they were like, oh, they were like googling. They're like, well, you can search her pictures, and they were like googling my name, and I just thought it was really really weird. So I was like, well, let me lock my page just for my protection because you hear crazy shit all the time about what people do on the internet. Time. And I don't know who's following me from who. So I was like, well, let me just log off for a few days and lock my page because yeah. people are being weirdos. So That's that was it. more so just for my protection. But as far as my brand goes, I never lock my page or never right. do anything like that because if you're trying to be your brand, you can't have a locked page, obviously. So, um, but I just had to do that for me. Does it ever bother you? Like, does social media ever bother you? I mean, absolutely. One thing I will say: people be trying to front,
1: and they be right. like, "Oh, I don't
0: give a fuck what people think about me. Right. I know I'm a bad bitch, or I know I'm funny." We're all human at the end of the day. I've been on the internet. I, I'm 30 years old now. I've been having social media accounts since I was like, what? is honestly, since we were in high school. It's my yeah. Thing. So it's like for me to sit and I've, like I said, it's been over probably like what? 12, 13 years, we've all been on social media at some point. So for me to sit up here and say, it doesn't hurt my feelings when well, sometimes people say certain things will be a straight up lie, lie. you yeah. know, but I always think this is what you wanted, And this is what you want to do. So, it's something that I'm still working on. and something that I still have to deal with. Because People be saying some mean ass shit to me a lot of times. Like, I have, like at this point, our podcast, we do about 10,000 listeners. Talk your shit, Legs P. And that's a lot. I mean, if you like Big big... Talk your shit, Big Mama, that's good numbers. Fuck it. But that's some numbers. I'm kind of. Yeah, hell yeah. That's a motherfucking number. Talk your shit. So, it's shit. like at this point, we have 10,000 people tuning in to us every week. Now, not everybody who listens like us. Some people just tune in to be like, let me see what these dumb but assholes are But That's weird. About. That's and people weird. are like that. That's weird. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It, I think it's weird, but people are definitely like that. So at this point, it's kind of like, uh, sometimes people say things to hurt my feelings, but I always remember the people who do, there's way more people that support me yep. than people who don't. Yep. So I've, I've learned to not always react to the negativity. Sometimes I have my days and I'm in my feelings and I'll be going off on everybody in my that that saying, <laughs> negative to me. but I'm the type of person. I always show people love who show me love. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, sometimes you'll look at some people's comments and they'll have like a million people telling them they're beautiful. And then there's one negative comment and they respond. To and that they only comment.
1: respond to that one.
0: I, I, I'm not that person. I I respond to all the love all the time. Well, like Lex, I'm not gonna lie. I was nervous to even hit you up. I don't know if you talked to Carla about it. Yes,
1: Carla um is my podcast coach. I did I did a launch with Carla, and she got me started. Yes, I love her, and I um I did her. I did an interview with her, and I was like, "Yo, Carla," I said. I really wanted you, Andrea, you know. But she was like, "Right now, with um, it might not be a good time because of audio and Corona." She said, "Why don't you just, you know, try try Lex?" I'm like, "All right," so, you know, I'm like, "Dang," you know. I'm so nervous. I don't know because y'all just have so many followers. Y'all are so beautiful. It just seems I don't know. It it isn't.
0: It 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 is a little bit intimidating. I'll say for me, well. I'll- say for me um we all had to start somewhere and i feel like whenever i got into the podcasting game i was really close with mandy from horrible decisions Mm -hmm. and i was thankful for her to be helping me and teaching me kind of like guiding me on what to do and how to do it and then we became friends with kiki and medina from cocktails and kiki has just been like a tremendous the only reason we're still recording the show right now is because of kiki that's a blessing so i feel like the fact that these women had these huge platforms, like, when I was friends with Mandy, poor moms was doing, like, 200 listens a week, Mm -hmm. and she was still helping me and stuff, and Mm -hmm. when we became friends with Kiki, it was probably getting, like, maybe a 1,000, maybe Mm -hmm. 1,500 listens a week, so I feel like them passing on their knowledge and collaborating with us, when they, when we collaborated with cocktails, we weren't getting no fucking listens, Mm -hmm. so I feel like them passing that on to me it's like why wouldn't I pass that on to somebody else who wants to do the same thing yeah. there's enough room for all black girls to Absolutely. have a podcast and Absolutely. do what the fuck they want to do yep. so anytime anybody reaches out to me I don't care if you get three listens a week bitch I'm gonna do that shit and we gonna make it work <laughs> and I'm gonna tell all the poor girls and all the poor boys to go fucking listen Seriously. I know that's right listen
1: I'm doing I'm doing more than three
0: I know i more than three. I mean, no, I way. wasn't talking about you. I was just saying. Yeah, I've done podcasts that literally don't get no listens before, but it's all love. like You know what Plus I mean? Because you know Especially hey. somebody, like you approach me very professional. I say, okay, girl, let's <laughs> get my shit together. Because when I was starting out and I was hitting people, I used to be like, hey, girl, you want to come do my podcast or whatever? Like, all together. I was Ka- like, yeah, of course. Carla taught me the ropes.
1: Carla really taught me the ropes. Shout out to her. She taught me how to do this thing. Yeah, um, so
0: sure, big shout out to Carla. That's my girl. Like you said, y'all podcast group, grew- has it even been a whole year of y'all doing the podcast? Um. Well, okay. So the podcast actually started off um, as Wandown Down Wednesday. Right. Um. So we started off as Wind Down Wednesday, but so we have the YouTube channel and we had a bunch of different stuff on there. It was like us doing funny videos. So we on there. Yeah. Yeah, we were doing a whole bunch of stuff on there. But Wind Down Wednesday, people just gravitated towards that. Yeah. So we started focusing on Wind Down Wednesday. And um, it got to the point to where we were like, okay, we want to push out more content and longer content. So we need to do like a podcast. So that's when we stopped it, and then we did Wind Down Wednesday as the podcast, but it started growing so much. We had to change the name because Wind Down Wednesday is so generic.
1: Yeah.
0: So um, we've been doing, like, actually poor minds. I want to say it's, it's probably coming up on a year in a few months. I really don't know how long it's been. Dang. Maybe, you know, a lot. It's been a little bit over a year, actually, because I'm thinking what episode number that we're on. Yeah, it's been over a year. It's been over a year. So I want to say it's probably been, like, um, since it was Wednesday, Wind Down Wednesday, it's definitely been, like, two and a half years. And since it's been the podcast with Poor minds, it's probably been about a year and a half. Because I was about to say, y'all's podcast, I mean, went crazy so quick, it seemed like. It seemed like when I first
1: started listening to y'all, it, like, the level it's at now is nuts. Like,
0: I'll say the podcast started off slow because we had terrible audio. Like, okay. terrible. Like, it was such a struggle. But we didn't know nothing about a podcast. We were just like, let's just turn these mics on and get it popping. Because, to me, the show is not about um, us wanting to be rich and famous off the podcast. It was just us wanting to share our experiences and relate to other women like us. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Or women going through some things that we go through. Yeah. So, um, we we started the podcast off like that, and we didn't know nothing about it. So, when it started growing, and we're like, okay, bitch, we can make some fucking money from you.
1: Period. So, we need to start
0: fucking playing and get this audio right. Right. So... I kept literally now I'm so behind the scenes with the technical side of everything. I'm very particular about it now. Girl, I swear to you, when we went in the studio at the beginning of the year, we were doing about 4,000, 4, listens. So between January to April of us getting our audio right, we went from 4,500 to 10,000 listens just from, I feel like us getting our audio together and it's like so important that's yeah yeah it's like y'all did it yourselves too you know what i'm saying it's not like yeah
1: yeah, it's not like i don't know like of course you know y'all friends come on your show or whatever but it's not like a big network put y'all on like y'all are doing this shit yourselves
0: we don't a lot of these podcasts you have to realize they're signed to agencies or networks that are pushing their material they're getting big names actors, actresses right. to come on their show. Right, Our show is um, based on me and Drea. It's right. not a guest-based show. Right. So a lot of times when you have these people who have these shows, you're not looking forward to listening to them. You're looking forward to listen to the to guests the guest. that they're having on. Right. So one thing that me and Drea focus Poor Minds on to be is, bitch, this is our sheet. Period. This is about us. This is listen. Drea and Lex show. You know what I'm saying? I I think so we about Wednesdays wanted... ready to hear my Drea and Lex. Yes, yes, yes. We never wanted to be the show like a guest based show. We want people to look forward to hear us, and yeah. we wanted to build a fan base off of us and who we are. So, um, I feel like it definitely didn't like kind of grow out the blue. But I, like I said, once we got our visuals and our audio together, and it's like if you listen to the first episode of Wind Down Wednesday versus poor minds now it sounds completely different it's like we know how to communicate with each other now where it's funny our banter our back and forth banter is just it just works. i love it <laughs> i Thank love it um, and wind down wednesday episodes still up yeah wind down wednesday episodes oh, wow. are still on the youtube oh okay so okay. that's when we actually used to do like celebrity gossip and stuff like yeah, that yeah, yeah. we don't do
1: anymore I
0: was just about to ask i was just about to ask is that intentional not talking about celebrities because y'all deal with absolutely somebody. yeah it's like just because we work at the radio station right and, you know we be out on the scene so right. like we would do a one. we would do a wind down wednesday episode and talking shit about somebody and then we'd be in that section at the club so i'm like bitch she's like bitch we got to stop doing this shit. So I was like, yeah, we need to find another lane because this ain't going to work, especially if we want to be in these circles with these people right, and eventually right. work with these people. Right? Like, we don't want to... I'm not trying to be no Wendy Williams. I was just about to mention Wendy or
1: Charlemagne. You know, they have definitely... Exactly. They definitely have made the point, like, this is where we at. We're not trying
0: to be friends with them. You know, where it's exactly. like... Exactly. They be messy queens. But I feel like <laughs> I'm not... I don't want to be known for being that girl that talks shit about somebody because yeah. that's not kind of who I am in real life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, we definitely X that out. But I feel like our our dynamic has grown so much. It's mm-hmm. like amazing. How is it
1: doing a podcast with your best friend now? And because, like, do y'all ever beef in your
0: friendship and then have to figure it out for the podcast? Or, yeah, what's that? <laughs> Let me tell you, me and Drea, right now, our friendship and our business relationship is the best that has ever been. That's
1: awesome.
0: But I will say, for like the first nine months, like January through September of last year, me and Drea hated each other. Mm. We did not get along. It was bad. And that's a long time. We were arguing. We would. Dead ass, be having arguments on the show we had to delete a lot of episodes from us arguing on the <laughs> podcast girl. it was that bad at one point Dang. Like we, it got really bad but I'm like okay at what point do we feel like okay either we're gonna quit poor minds and not do this anymore we're not gonna be friends anymore we're just gonna be business partners something's like, gotta give something's gotta fucking give so yeah. it's like last year around my birthday we decided to go to Jamaica for my birthday and I don't know, I feel like when we took that trip, we just got real, real drunk and we let our emotions out. And it's like we became open to each other with communication. And we really like literally put in hard fucking work and got our friendship back. Mm. So it's like once our friendship got better, the show got fucking better. Naturally, yeah. It was like crazy. It was just like the, I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain. It's just like the connection there. It was like me and Dreya were friends again. You yeah. can see it in the content. Yeah. And I oh, think yeah. that's what a lot of people like about the show. They're like, dang, I, f- I wish I was y'all's friend. I wish that's I had how a friend I feel. Like that.
1: Yeah, exactly. How did y'all deal with that? You said, said from, from January, January to September? To September? That's my month. Yeah.
0: It was, hard. It, was, it was hard because, but the thing about it is, I see a lot of times some people don't get along with their co hosts, but the one thing that me and Drea never did was disrespect each other because. I was mad at her and I didn't like her, but it wasn't to the point to where I would ever disrespect her. And I still cared for her, you know, even though she got on my nerves and I didn't want to be around her. And it's like, it never got disrespectful on either end. So we were always in a space that we could come back from. I feel like when you disrespect somebody or you put your hands on them or you say mean things about them, sometimes you do things to people where they're going back from that. Right. So me and Drea never got to that point to where there's no point of no return. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel that way even in relationships. You know, like if there's there's just a lie. There's respectful and then there's disrespectful. and it's Right, it's, yeah. exactly. And it's like, you know, I'm, I'm a little older than Drea so, it's. I'm, I mean, I'm not that much older, but I'm like a year and a half older than her so I always look at her like my little sister. So sometimes it's like, But we both do that. Sometimes I get out of pocket and she be like, okay, bitch, you up here, you need to bring that shit on down, you know what I'm saying, and vice versa. So I feel like we definitely balance each other out and it just worked out
1: it's such a blessing to do a business with it, your best. Right. it really like, that's is a you really have been missing out on a lot of coins okay a check <laughs> but I love what you said though you said does the friendship need to does poor minds need to end or does this friendship need to end because that's mm-hmm. you know I feel like a, that's a mature because a lot of people would think you know what just fuck it fuck all of
0: this you know but you mm-hmm. that's still a business mindset regardless it, it definitely was because at one point I was like you know what we were both like we not gonna be friends but we gonna keep this business going Mm. and it was at one point too. the only time we were seeing each other was on Wednesdays to record okay it was like it wasn't no hanging out it was just like show up record go home all right I'll see you next week so it was like it was straight it was strictly business for a while but I mean now like I said we're back friends and things are greater than ever I feel like we're closer now than we've ever been um but it's hard man I don't want people to ever go go into a business with someone and you think because y'all's friends, it's gonna be easy. It's very fucking hard. And we yeah. were fortunate enough to get through it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? A lot of people, their friendships don't make it through going through business situations, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like we're very blessed that it worked out in our favor. Yes, and I mean, thank God for
1: us, right? Oh, could y'all imagine? <laughs> what would we do? all right Lex so now we're gonna get into some sex talk we gonna talk about sex baby can I get some of them Lex P vocals let's talk
0: about you and me let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that will be hey. you know had an issue with the box <laughs> real the
1: period period it for, for this sex talk okay this is what I want to talk to you specifically about right I've never been with a rich I've never been with a rich man I, my friends have never been with a been with a rich man. I've been told
0: that rich men are very lazy in bed. Um, I feel like it's definitely a myth. I feel like what a man does in his in the bedroom really has nothing to do with his finances. Uh huh. Now, to me, I feel like, but it also depends on his age range. So okay. a lot of people know that I tend to talk to older men, mm-hmm. like. My men's age range is usually from like 36 to like 40, 41, mm-hmm. 42. Mm-hmm. So um, I wouldn't say they're lazy and bad, but they just, they prefer vanilla sex. They're older. They don't want to do all that extra shit. They just want to get their nut and cuddle, bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, when you talking to the young BDBs, like these young ass football players, these basketball players... Them the ones that they want to invite your friend in the bedroom. They want to stick it up yes. Yeah. They want to <laughs> turn around and do splits on the dick and shit. Because it's like they're they're having sex with so many different women. They're ready to try so many different things. Got you know it. What I'm saying? Got it. Got so, it. Got it. Yeah, and so I'm the type of person like I like to experience in the bedroom, but I know what I like. I don't need all that extra shit. So that's why I tend to. Um, Gravitate towards the older men. Yeah, we can just have our nice little love making and be done, child. I'm just... getting old too, baby. Them don't go back <laughs> like that.
1: I am so sorry to interrupt your regular, regularly scheduled programming, but I have merch for sale. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I have T-shirts, crop tops, hoodies, sweatshirts, everything you need. I got it. And if you are subscribed to my mailing list, you get 20% off merch. Who doesn't like that? 20% off merch if you are subscribed to my mailing list. Imani, how do I subscribe to your mailing list? You go on my bio, on my page, Imani Blair, or Or on the podcast page, Lick the Rapper Pod. Just hit that link on the bio, and it will be right there. Subscribe to newsletter. Boom. I'll send you your 20%. Sounds good. Sounds great. ImaniBlair.com to get your merch. If you want 20% off, subscribe to my newsletter. If you're already subscribed to my newsletter and you'd like the 20% off, let me know. Shoot me an email. Everybody has my email, licktherapperpod at gmail.com, and let me know. And I got you. I'll get you straight. All right, y'all. Back to the episode. So what you're saying is it don't have shit to do with money. You're saying.
0: It really doesn't. Yeah. No, it's more so
1: the person.
0: Um, Like I said, I've been with men who didn't have a lot of money, and they were lazy in the bedroom. Like, right. you don't even be working nigga. Why is you tired? So I think it more so <laughs> depends on the person. Um. Ah, uh, and then it—it's it, more so of age with me. I feel like as men get older, they don't be wanting all that freaky shit in the bed. I think a lot of women be like, "Oh, I'm gonna have to turn tricks and turn this nigga out." Girl, if he's thirty-five or older, just make sure he nut, girl. That's all he <laughs> cares about. <him. laughs>
1: but see, and that's why I'm glad I asked because these are the stories I be hearing. I'm like, yo, is that shit true? You know, like oh, the richer he is, he, they are not going to put in work or like, you know, they don't just invest as much time and stuff like
0: that. But I guess, I mean, I'm going to take your word for it. <laughs> well, as far, I, I think a lot of times, um, now I will say when you're dating a man that has a lot going on for himself, if he has a lot of money, usually they are busier people. So a lot of times um, you are initiating the sex as a woman a lot. So I feel like a lot of times it was always kind of being me like, okay, babe, you know, I need I need some type stuff, you know what I'm saying? So you do have to let them know more so than I feel like the average person, just in my personal experience. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I feel like some of the best sex I have is with um a nigga that's worth $20 million. So it's like that Talk your shit, Lex. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, I don't think the, mon- the, the money don't matter. The money don't matter, honey. So yeah. I just feel like, if y'all have sexu- sexual chemistry in the bedroom, it's gonna work. You know Fuck what I'm it. saying? Question. Have you ever, like, like
1: had a BDB, right? Or, like, met a BDB or whatever, and he was that nigga, and you were super excited, and then he got in the bedroom, and it won't shit?
0: Like somebody you were really excited oh. about. You know what, I can honestly say, okay, so for your listeners that don't know what a BDB is, let, let's let, <laughs> let them know it's a big, big ball. Yeah. A BDB is a big, big baller, y'all, for all the listeners. But um, you know what, to be honest with you, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't get excited about BDBs no more, girl. What? Ne- because it's so normal. It's so normal. I don't want to say because it's normal, but I just feel like this has been my dating life since I was younger. I used to work in a strip club. So I didn't have a normal life. Because my work schedule was so crazy. So I didn't have time to go out to the regular clubs and meet regular people. So I'm meeting people in the strip club. I'm dating athletes. I'm dating these high class businessmen like so it's like, I've never met a guy like, oh, girl, I got me one. I got me one. <laughs> this is just the type of men I like today. It's your life, yeah. So it's like, it's, the, it's a regular dating life to me. So it's like, um, there, I mean, there be people that you like and you get excited about, but it has nothing to do with their money. I'm just excited and I like them. And I'm yeah. just like, and we get into the bedroom and it's kind of like, okay. But to be honest, I don't feel like I've been upset in the bedroom since I was younger because I've learned my body. You can be terrible at sex, but I'm going to make that shit popping for myself because I'm going to get mine. I asked Carla what the difference, like sex in your 30s. And
1: that's what she said. She was just like, in your 30s, she was like, you just don't have no patience. You know what you want.
0: You don't mind telling them what you want. You know, it's like, let's get it. Yeah. Sex definitely hit different when I turned 30. I don't know what happened. I feel like it literally just always been kind of a sexual person, but girl, I don't know what it is about turning 30. I be horny all the damn time. For real? Girl, I be horny. Damn, but Lex. It's not a bad thing, It's, it's, not it's a bad quarantine. Thing. That's only way I'm saying it like that. I know Nigeria. Yes, and that's the an only bad Nigeria. thing, because I don't have a quarantine day. That does suck on that end, but like when things are normal, I have a very healthy sex life, you know what I'm saying, and um, I don't know. I just feel like sex is more fun whenever you know what you like. And I don't go in the bedroom like, oh, let me do this and let me do that. I'm like, okay, this is what I like. Let me know (laughs) what you
1: like. You stay in your lane, I stay in my fucking lane,
0: baby. I'm not about to eat no coochie. I'm not inviting no girls into the bedroom. I'm not doing none of that. I stay in my lane. But what if a guy wanted to try something different, though? Oh, it depends what you want to try. Like, if you want to try, like, I've told it, we've told the story on the podcast before, like, me and um a guy i was messing with like we had sex in front of Drea before because i like people watching me have sex that is sexy yeah so Dreya was just right there watching us have sex that's why i said me and dre are real friends girl yes (laughs) was she commenting was she like cheering you on or was she quiet like she was was just watching (laughs) she was literally like in the bed with us like she was laying on the side one side and we were on the like We we were kind of switching positions, so we were laying on the other side, and then like we had got off the bed, and we were doing like you know the position from the back, so we were off the bed for a little bit, and she was just sitting there watching.
1: Yes, is that called isn't that voyager? Is that what it's called? I hope I don't know what it's
0: called. I really don't know. know, But but for me, that's as far as it's going because I don't like threesomes. Okay. So I don't really. I've been with another woman before um i've had a threesome before and it's just like not my thing. so i don't mind you know a man wanting to try different things in a bedroom you know what i'm saying like we can experience things but as far as bringing another person in the bedroom you're not with it well you're not into women at all right no i'm really not like i said i've been with the i've been with women before but it wasn't something that i like yearned for like it, it's not something that i like need like i'm not attracted to women i think women are beautiful but i'm just Girl, look, if I could be a lesbian, I would. These <laughs> niggas be on my but I am definitely not a kooky eater.
1: All right, Lex, I have to ask you for my listeners: What
0: do you type into your porn search bar? Um, you know what? This is funny. I don't like women, but I love lesbian porn. Wow, now that is. I do crazy. not like watching men and women have sex. It's weird I know I know people get so shocked when I literally every time I watch a porn it's always lesbian porn. Wow get all from it? Like you yes, but, I love, it. But you, I but you love know, it.
1: that is weird
0: that's weird. I know it's yeah. so weird, but I don't like you know, I think it's because I think penises are ugly oh. and then. And then I feel like niggas be lame to me. So when I look at a porn, a guy in porn, I just be like, okay, you lame. Yeah. And I never find the he, guys attractive. Oh, okay. It's a mental thing. I never find the guys attractive. And always, I always, I think women are so sensual and very sexy. Like I said, I do think women are beautiful. So it's just easier for me to get aroused by that. Because for me, it's a mental thing with men. I be like, you lame. Like, you are not even attractive. Niggas be ugly, girl. Um, I feel, I don't, on porn though, I feel
1: like I'd be looking at the girl more. I like straight porn, but I do be looking, as long as the girl is bad and she's into it, but I don't, I don't like lesbian porn cause
0: it's boring. I feel like there's no climax, you know? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I, sometimes I, I, I see what you're saying on that, yeah. but I don't be needing no cli- Girl, when I tell you, when I masturbate, it would be like 30 seconds, it don't take me that long. The real I'm out. Girl, I do not take that long. I swear to God. Like, when I masturbate, 30 seconds, maybe a minute. So you put your finger on that thing and it's done? Done. I put my little vibrator right on that little clip, girl, and we get to going. I got shit to do. I'm not oh, trying to God. be in this bed all day playing with Garfield.
1: <laughs> Yo. LexP refers to her pussy as Garfield, a fat cat. I do. I definitely do. Garfield, so a fat, it. friendly cat. When Drea posted her picture, I think she had on some like little shorts or whatever. Her print her little pussy print was showing, and everybody Ooh. was
0: saying baby Garfield, baby Garfield. That was called her Garfield Jr. <laughs> yeah. Garfield Jr. Right, right. That is fun neat. But do you think that also comes with age lex Just being able to like, even, even in that what honestly i've always been that way even when i first started masturbating and um i i think that's why i discovered what i like and things that turn me on you know what i'm saying um i've always just been i've never been a person that wants to sit there and masturbate for a long time and just rub on myself if i'm talking if i'm masturbating it's because i can't get any dick and i just need the nut. so i've never been that person that's like oh let me light some candles that's not me, girl. Turn this little bullet on and let's get it popped and, and let's out get out of the way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, when I was trying to discover what I liked in the bedroom, then I would start to like touch myself a little more and try to figure out how I like to be in touch so I could tell my partner that. You know what I'm saying? But I figured that out when like, when I was probably like 25, 26. So that's when, to me, sex oh, wow. became really, really more enjoyable for me.
1: I'm 25 so, now and I feel like I'm
0: just now kind of learning, like you said, how to even please myself. Mm-hmm, girl, I've been, for the longest time, I was just fucking, and niggas, was, I, I was not having orgasms during sex until I hit like 25, 26. I was just having sex. And I was like, oh, it's supposed to feel good. But most women are not having orgasms during sex. I was definitely not having orgasms during sex. I was neither. not. Yeah. Because I, did, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. You know Me what I'm neither. saying? I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to tell him what to do. But now I'll be like, okay, this is what I like. I'll be letting him know this is what you need to do. Or I'll be touching myself and I know how to make sure I get mine. So we got we can all leave happy. So you you're gonna get yours, period. Oh yeah. I every time, unless you're super whack at sex, which like I said, I deal with older men, so they be knowing what to do. Yeah. And they know how to take directions well. I do I can't remember the last time I had sex and I didn't have an orgasm. Yes, Lex P. The P. P. Life is yeah. Yes, but you're not getting no quarantine dick. I'm not getting no quarantine dick. I had sex. When was the last time I had sex? I had sex, uh, what month are we in? May? So it was yeah. at the end of March. Dang. It but you, at can, the end of March. You must not want it though, because you could get it if you wanted it. You know what it is? So I do have a little, I don't, I don't say he's my babe, but we're really good friends. And he's so fucking fine. Girl, he is so fucking fine. Mm-hmm. And he got good dick, but we have like a, up and down Mm relationship, and he just recently went through a lot like um he has a lot of like issues with his family well not I don't want to say issues I don't want to put his business out there but um I'll just say he's recently divorced so we kind of had a lot going on Mm -hmm. and so it's kind of hard for us to like get on the same page a lot and I'm not gonna lie I did some fucked up shit to him kind of like putting our business on front street Mm because I would always like tweet stuff and I let, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you really liked him. But you really liked him. I did. I really did. Because you got to realize, okay, so you listen to the show. Yes. So this is a guy on the show that I call Throwback Bay. Got you. So Throwback Bay, I liked him for such a long, like, I used to like him back in the day when I was working at Dreams, but he was so cool and so laid back. And he played football then. Mm -hmm. And then he was, like, in a relationship. So he used to give nobody no play, like. He probably gave a few girls play, but like I was behind the bar. all kind of there! Shy. Yeah, I wasn't big mama yet. You know what I'm mean? saying? Yeah, period. <laughs> so it's just like when I finally got him, I was like, yes. You know what? I will say that's a BDB I was excited about. Yeah. <laughs> I was excited because I finally got that nigga. Okay. That, but I mean, the, and the and the sex made it even better because it's like he got money and he that's lived up finally, to it. Yeah, and like, he fine as fuck. Yeah. When I say this nigga fine, he like big <laughs> two body, ten up. he's like thirty six, nice hair. I'm like he is just beautiful, like he's yeah. A beautiful man. So yeah, that was like the last person I had sex with. But like I said, we can never just get on the right page because I don't necessarily want a relationship right now. And. I don't think I'm a girl that's built to be with one person right now. Either. Really? So Do you think that ever?
1: Know. Do you think ever? Because I hear you say on your show, you don't see yourself getting married. Do you think you I don't
0: see my if I if I get married, it's gotta be somebody really, really fucking special. Yeah. Like, I just I feel like I, I have like a little roster right now, and I feel like all my men kind of give me what I need. <laughs> yeah. bit, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like and, um, it's not that I'm. I'm not even sexually active with all my niggas. I'm right. really not. I feel right. like the only one that I really be having sex with constantly, probably the most, is my Nigerian bay. Mm-hmm. So it's like um, I'm not even sexually active with all these men. But I feel like I don't know. There's like certain things I can talk to football bay about that I can't talk to Nigerian bay about. You know what I'm really? saying? So it's just yeah. like it's just like I have different dynamics with each of them. But right now, I'm really not focused on anything but my career, anyway. Like, yeah, I don't really feel like I would be a good girlfriend or a partner right now. Anyway. Gotcha. I mean, I don't want to say I never want to get married, but it's not something that I'm pressed about in my future
1: yeah i mean it's no rush and i think that we know we live we just live in a world now where it's different like our parents getting married and having a house and having a that was everything for them we're like so you committed. had to do that by the
0: time you was turning fucking 21 yep. <laughs> especially as a woman it's like all right so when you get married it's like damn yeah.
1: You know? yeah and like you said, a husband, you want a man that's gonna fit all the criteria. That, baby, that I need gonna. a
0: BDB. A BDB. <laughs> I'm not even... No, baby, I but need a BDB too.
1: A BDB
0: and, and he needs to be, you know, everything else as well. Uh, right. right. On top of, it's already hard to find a BDB. <laughs> but to find a BDB that's actually like an awesome, good man, girl, good fucking look. Mel talk.
1: Hi guys, it's time for Monsy Mail. If you want to leave me some Monsy Mail, email me at licktherapperpod at gmail.com. I know y'all are like Imani. This You don't usually do a solo part at this part i know because when i had the conversation with lex i forgot to mention my fucking email so if y'all want to send me mail if you just want to spill the tea i love the tea email me at lick the at gmail.com all right let's get back into the episode lex p you killed sex talk as i knew you fucking would too
0: easy. my favorite topic period hit the bed okay the bed. <laughs> all right. so now let's get into Monzi
1: mail so this is when i answer my listener letters i have a lot of really young listeners lex so they really okay. care about this shit all right so this message says hey monnie firstly love the podcast but you already know that i was wondering if i could get some advice gonna use fake names so it doesn't get confusing you with me Lex
0: I'm with you girl
1: so my best friend Emma used to date a guy named Jack they've been broken up for about two years now about a year ago Jack started dating a new girl named Hannah oh god after five months this is a long fucking email All right. After five months after Jack and Hannah started dating, Jack started popping up in Emma's DM. So Jack's ex, he started DMing her after he started dating Hannah. Mm
0: -hmm. Wanting
1: to have sex. Emma said yes. Now, Hannah found out that they had sex after the first time and stayed with him but said don't do it again. But I know personally that they've been fucking ever since. Not only are Jack and Emma still having sex, they also both have feelings for each other. And this weekend, instead of just having sex, they're actually going to hang out, watch movies, and do a whole play date. Emma doesn't care at all how this will eventually affect Hannah, but me being who I am, I feel so guilty for even knowing it's going on. All of them are my friends. I have no idea what to do. I want to tell Hannah, but I'm really scared of ruining my relationship with Emma. What do you think?
0: I think you need to mind your business, girl. Mind your <laughs> business. Mind your business because yeah. it never, never going to work out in your favor. It's never going to work out. When you try to tell a woman about her man, she don't want to hear that unless she's ready to leave. Yeah. Neither one of them are going to leave them him alone. And I understand how she feels because she feels like, you know, Hannah is my friend, but Emma is my friend as well. That's why you just need to mind your business because it's not going to work out in your favor by snitching on somebody. Because either way, Emma going to be mad at you for saying something and Hannah going to be mad at you for not saying nothing. And it's just going to be a mess.
1: It's a lose-lose. What's done in the dark always comes to light, boo. And sometimes exactly. when you're the one in the middle, you can catch crossfire. That's not yep. even, but I will say though, Lex, keep it a stack where if, my question is kind of, where does your loyalty lie? Because if it would, if this somebody that's my
0: good friend and she's hurt, I'm telling her, if, if, if you're like, you know what I'm saying? It depends. I mean, yeah, it does depend. Cause I'm trying to put myself in that right. situation. I'm thinking like if something happened and like, I don't know, Kiki and Drea were sleeping with the same man and like Drea didn't know. I mean, my loyalty is with Drea, so right. I, mean, I would have to tell her, but I know me and Drea have that dynamic to where like, she would never be mad at me and I would have a, like, so I feel like this, if she is going to say something, it needs to be a conversation with all three of them. Mm. She needs to sit Emma down and she needs to sit Hannah down Yeah, and y'all all have a conversation. And you need to be like, I don't want to get involved, but y'all are both my friends and this is fucked up. Yeah. You don't need to have a separate conversation and be like, oh, don't tell Emma, but I'm telling you this. Yeah. yeah. So if you have a convers, if you do decide to have a conversation, I would say sit down with the both of them. But you know, I'm the type of girl I like to mind my business. Guess what? With Jack, if it ain't gonna be Emma, <laughs> it's gonna be another dude. It's <laughs> be it's be fucking yeah. Yeah. So it's like you can save your friends, but at the end of the day, Jack is probably still going to be with Hannah, and he's probably going to continue to cheat, just not with Emma. Mm.
1: A cheater, and that's in your spirit, huh? Like that's, that's what you are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I one hundred percent agree. I agree with everything Lex said. Situations like this to me are messy. I try my best to stay out of messy situations. I don't, I don't even want to know who you fucking. If you're doing me something neither. wrong, I don't want to know. Because I don't want to be in the middle. I don't want to deal with none of that, you
0: know? So I feel like Jack or whoever got you in the middle of it is wrong, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think so too. And I, child, that's what I say. If he, if he, he's going to be a cheater anyway, regardless. So I feel like if you care about your friendships with both of them maybe y'all should all three sit down and have a conversation about yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I agree, but my thing is if Emma said Emma said she already knew that they had sex. So why's she and Ben shut that down? Emma might not be a real one cuz listen. If
0: I'm not going to well, stay with you, if you, you I'm saying if, if I don't accept that, oh, right? Oh wait, wait, so wait, no, Hannah is the new girlfriend. And she found out. Yeah, it's Hannah that's his <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> Hannah found out that he had cheated. But, you know, I get it because cheating is not a deal breaker for everyone. It's not a deal breaker for me, but it might be a deal breaker for Hannah is what I'm saying. So if it is a deal breaker, you he's not going to stop cheating, boo. Like you said. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I definitely agree. Like I said. And obviously, Hannah not going to leave the nigga alone anyway. So it's yeah. like... So. mind your business boo hey mind your business don't girl go
1: to mind your business university I got my <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Lex P I want to thank you so much for coming on my show girl yes thank you so much for having me I really appreciate it I have so much fun oh, Are you're so welcome fun. thank you boo and after corona is up because I know Atlanta, I, I know y'all done with Corona in Atlanta, but we're not done over here. Bro. No, girl, it ain't done up. we just opened back up, but it's definitely Miss Rona is out here turning up, mm. and she is very live and active in Atlanta, mm. that's why i still in quarantine, I'm not going anywhere, but definitely once this lets up, I would love to have you on the show, whenever you yes, come out here. Yes, I, gotta I would definitely to have you on the show. You know, sometimes I go on people's po- girl. I went on a podcast before, and she have no topics ready. I had to basically come up with her topics as we was talking. Shut. And it was just not. Yeah. It was just not. So when I, whenever I go on someone's podcast and they're prepared and we have a good conversation, I, I'm always super appreciative because I know. Doing this shit isn't easy. So thank you so much for allowing me to come on your platform. Thank you, Lex. Thank you. Yes. And make sure for all the listeners, y'all can follow me on Instagram at Lex underscore P underscore. You can listen to my podcast. It's on all platforms. It's called Poor Minds. That's P O U R in my NDS and if you go on YouTube if you type in Drea and Lex you can find us on YouTube as well
1: I'm going to link all of their stuff in the description y'all they are bomb black girl magic I love these girls and like I said when I'm in Atlanta I gotta have both of y'all on the show
0: we gotta do it the right way yes we definitely gonna yes. do it the right way if you wanna do an episode with Drea I'll definitely you know link y'all up and let her know I did the show and it was bomb yes I would love so that I got you girl I, I got you. and that. thank you for watching your poor shirt Rep- Presenting. Period, y'all. Go
1: get your Poor Minds merch. Go support these black queens. They are starting a brand. I mean, already started, but they're doing a brand from the ground up, y'all. So this is what we talk about. Independence. We got to support each other. Yes.
0: Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you, Lex. Have a good day and night, boo. All right. You too. Bye, girl. All right. Bye-bye. Thank y'all so much for listening to another episode of Lick the Rapper podcast. <laughs> Y'all, how amazing is Lex P? She's like everything that I want to be when I grow up. (laughs) She just is so dope and beautiful and like has her shit together. Her Andrea. I just, hold on, let's stop the music because I need a moment. When I first decided that I wanted to do a podcast and I started dreaming of having a podcast, I did research on others who had podcasts and I remember I came across Poor Minds and I listened to one episode and I've been listening ever since. Every single Wednesday I listen to this show, y'all. So for Lex P to come on my show means so much. I I can't even believe it, y'all. And she's so humble and cool. And the podcasting world is just so much different than the music world. It's insane. I'm so appreciative of all the support that everybody's giving me. I'm so appreciative of Lex for coming on the show and Brianda and all these big podcasters, Carla. Like, I appreciate y'all. All of these are women of color. Like, does it get any better than that? Well, thank y'all for listening to Lick the Rapper Pod. If you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to subscribe on Apple Podcast and leave me a review. Say something nice. Don't be a bully. And make sure you give me five stars because I'm a five-star bitch. All right, y'all. Love y'all.
0: How? Okay, the mama had a swag like mine Go. She even wear a hurt on her back like mine Go. I make her feel right when it's wrong like line. Go. Man, she never had a love like mine Go. But man, I ain't never seen an ass like her Go. That pussy in my mouth had me lost for words Go. So I told her back it up like burp, burp Go. And I made that ass jump like jerk, <laughs> jerk yeah. And that's when she licked me like a lollipop